What's up, baby? What's up, baby boy? What's up? What's up? What's up, baby? I've had oh man, I've had a uh, an exciting past few days. I'm sitting here with the woman herself. <laughs> I was just about to ask. I was I I was gonna lead into that. I was I was gonna ask you how your Fourth of July week was because from what I hear, it was more. Um, Entertaining and adventurous than mine. It was adventurous, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It turns out I'm a deviant. I, I mean, dude, I could have told told you that without. <laughs> she's laughing. She's laughing. Okay, well, at least she's laughing and not, you know, walking out of the room. She know she already knows that I talk about all this shit. <laughs> Doug, you're shaking your head. You're so unco- you're way more uncomfortable than I am. That's funny. All all I'm saying is I could never date you. No, there's no way. It would not turn yeah. you'd be too jealous. Yeah, I I am a jealous person. I'll yeah. admit that. It's it's an ugly personality trait, but well, and it's something it's that I try and work on, but I I do end up getting jealous. I yeah. mean, dude, dating she who shall not be named, I mean, it was just like Every dude in that little small town was like faint, like dying for her attention because they knew they could get it in. And I'm just oh, like, oh, <laughs> that's rough. Nobody likes that. So I'm con- my eyes are constantly on a swivel, and it's just like, oh, and right. it makes me look like a fucking insecure little bitch. But I'm like, nah, man, I've got every dude that knows you from like birth trying to like get it in right now. Yeah, it's not unwarranted in that situation, you know. It's not. No. It's not paranoia. It's it's yeah. it's it's validated. It's, it's substantiated. Validated, yeah, I actually uh, I did an episode of We Busy But Creative that will be coming out uh, sometime in August. Nice. But um, with my friend Jess that I told you about, and I actually brought up she who shall not be named on that podcast and referred to her as such. Oh, and it was just so now it it's a like character. A nice, yeah, it's like a nice crossover. beautiful crossover that like falls in with the canon. I'm like this is this is great. Oh, we 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 have a whole fucking canon and, and like backstory and mythology around us now. Yeah, and it all stems back to Air of Grievances. So like, I'm just gonna throw this out there since it's already out there for the world. If you want to figure out who it is I'm talking about, <laughs> go listen to part two of my episode of Air of Grievances, which is Caleb's main podcast. So. You can get a decent idea of what I'm talking yeah, about. It's pretty straight up. It's pretty on the nose. It's pretty straightforward. Yes. There's not a lot left to the imagination. Yeah. Should we do like a little shout out to uh, the fact that we, we have listeners overseas and all that? I mean, yeah, for sure. Okay. I mean, yeah, definitely. I don't know what you want to say. I mean, shout out to everyone who's listening overseas. I want to I <laughs> shout out the countries themselves. Oh, okay. Yeah, Is that yeah, cool? Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I want to note that I don't know how the fuck you guys found this podcast, but word. Yeah, I don't know where the, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you for listening to us. No, you, every time someone tells me they're listening to my podcast, I'm just like, you have so many better things you could be doing. Yeah, what are you doing with your or life? Listening to okay, this is actually kind of shocking. So obviously, our top listenership, or this is a downloads. This is downloads, not necessarily streaming. So listens, yeah, yeah. So well, no, it's it's just downloads, yeah. So, uh, in the U.S., we got 128 this past month. So, this is all this past month. Uh, in China, our number two is China. We got 17. What the fuck? What is that? That's real. Oh, man. 
In Denmark. In Denmark. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Denmark, we got 12. Cambodia, we got 8. Germany, 8. UK, 7. Australia, 7. At least they speak English, so that makes a little bit of sense. Vietnam, 4. Brazil, 4. Japan, 4. Maybe because of Aesthetica. I the Australia thing falls in with Pacific Heat. Yeah, and then maybe Japan because of Aesthetica. That episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about you know that. What I'm I like to forget that we watched it. I try to forget about that, that. I have nightmares every night about that show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Philippines, four. Ukraine, four. Mexico, three. Italia, Italy, three. Ireland, three. Ireland. Jamaica, two. Thailand, Chile, and Russian Federation, which I guess is a real thing now, and Canada, all two and one. So thanks for listening, guys. We love you. I guess I love you too. You love me or love the listeners? No, no, I don't love you. I love everyone who's listening to our stupid podcast. Yeah. Though. Why the fuck are people in Cambodia listening to our podcast? That's weird. Why is it? Why is anyone listening to this? <laughs> why is China our number two? That's confusing to me. Why is China our number two? I don't. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't even begin to touch on that. Yeah. Yeah. I. I couldn't. Uh, Welcome to Blind Pilots. The episode you're about to hear contains spoilers for. The ABC show Scrubs. I don't want no scrubs. Scrub is a guy can't get no love from me. Hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. So if you'd like, you can go ahead and go onto Hulu to watch the pilot episode of Scrubs. I don't want no scrubs. Scrub is a guy can't get no love from me. Hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. Otherwise, please yeah, enjoy the words, and keep in mind you're going to hear some spoilers for, again, Scrubs. I don't want no Scrubs. Scrub is a guy can't get no love from me. Hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. That's why I wanted to do the intro. That was that bit. That was why. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but since we're since you're singing songs, yeah, can we talk about the theme song? Yes. Let's talk about it. There are so many better songs about Superman. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's true. That's true. I didn't even think about it like that. I mean, I don't dislike the theme song, but I'm just like, yo, couldn't it have been like Goldfinger Superman or Eminem Superman and even the Fight for Fighting song Superman? Mm, okay. All right. Yeah. 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 Honestly, I would have pref- I would have preferred to hear Eminem Superman as the theme song for this show. I don't know if that song was that song out when Scrubs was dropped though. Eminem's? Yeah. I don't know, probably not. Well, but you're right though. They could have they could have uh retconned it. They could have gone back. I mean, it came Superman, when did Scrubs air? Oh fuck. What? 90 90- 2002. What? So Are you Superman, serious? Super, yeah, so Superman by Eminem came out the same year. They totally so could have picked that That would have been great. That would have been so much better. So Eminem. I love Eminem's. I like peanut Eminem's. I like the crunchy Eminem's. I like the pretzel Eminem's. I like Slim Shady. I'm a Reese's Pieces person. Reese's, Reese's Pieces? Oh, which are like the yeah. better version of Eminem's. The better... What? The better version? Are you drinking beer? No, it's coffee. Coffee. God damn it. I'm I'm a, such a, a, a degenerate. An alcoholic? Yeah. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Well, maybe. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> nah. Nah. Hey. 
Uh, Be real. Um, so, yeah. I mean, 4th of July week was interesting. It was, tell it was me about, yeah, tell me about yours. Um, tell me about all the weird sexual shit that you did. I did no weird sexual shit. Um, my friends Brian and Shelby came to town. They slept on my living room floor. I told them that they could fuck in my in my apartment because uh, I have a tiny little love seat. But but you also have that that inflatable mattress, right? That I slept on when I crashed with you. Oh yeah, I do. But they were like, we're gonna bring our own, and they brought like sleeping pads. You oh, know what I'm oh, okay. Um, which is essentially sleeping on the floor. And so you had you had a three way with them or what? No, that's not weird. At all. <laughs> that's weird. Oh, it's weird. It's weird that I didn't have a three way. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That that adds up. That's what I would have done. <laughs> I know that's what you would have done, you weirdo. Um, I mean, since since we're on the topic of three ways, yeah. Go you want to tell us about your sexual exploits that you so cavalierly brought up? Um, I don't want to get into too mi- too much detail, but uh, there was a lot of gray area. There was a lot of. Body food. Uh, body, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, lack of... She's still sitting behind you? Yeah, she's right there. <laughs> lack, uh, lack of concern for uh, gender. Um, it was a good Wait, time. Wait, does that mean that you... Yeah. Which teams for a second? Wait, sure, why not? We, we've been building up to this since episode one. Yeah, I mean, we do do fuck, marry, kill, and every time you pick fuck or marry, it's always a dude, yeah. so I'm like... we've been building up to this. I'm comfortable. All right, makes sense. Yeah, I mean, what is that that sexuality test that's, like, out of seven? Kinsey? The, yeah, the Kinseyan test. It's yeah. actually up to six. And I looked it up. I researched it. I re- I think it's six. I looked it up on... Did you take I, the test? I did. I'm a two. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. I would have. I would have put you more towards the middle. Yeah, well, that's it's close to the middle. A three is just straight up, you know, m- m- either way. But I lean, yeah. I lean towards the ladies. You lean towards the ladies, but you know, sometimes a penis slips in every once in a while, and you're like, "All right, cool, I'll ride with this." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that, are we um, recording yet? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Oh, it's like that uh, that episode of The Office where Creed is talking about being at Woodstock or whatever. Oh, right. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. It's just like some, sometimes, uh, you know, a dude slips in <laughs> slips every once in. in a while and you just go with it. He's like talking about a mud pit or something. He's like, sometimes like, yeah, it yeah, slips yeah, yeah. in. <laughs> you know, sometimes, it, sometimes a dude just slips in. It's like, all right, cool. Like, it's just incidental. Like, you have no control. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah no, literally my last week... This is this is gonna sound lame as fuck, but my last like five days have been spent binging uh, the podcast Gilmore Guys. Oh yes, I've not listened to it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Just from Doughboys because they had yeah they, they had yeah. Demi and Kevin on. Yes, I love it. But I'm also a huge Gilmore Girls fan, and like have been for like a long time now. So like. It just made sense for me to finally land on this podcast, and honestly, like, I haven't listened to anything else. Wow! Like, I, I'm beh- I'm behind on Doughboys. I'm behind on True Crime Garage. I'm behind on Last Podcast on the Left. Like, all I've wanted to do 
is listen to Gilmore Guys. Damn, and just like, I gotta listen. I then. laugh every time. I gotta it's listen. It's really fun. I mean, if you've never seen Gilmore Girls, it'd be hard. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, if you've never watched it before, it'd be like one of those things where you like watch an episode, listen to them talk about it. You know, and, I see. like watch along basically with them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Kind of like how we thought this podcast was going to be. Like we thought that people would actually watch the pilots <laughs> with us, but it's not yeah. a thing. <laughs> I'm sure they don't. No, yeah, just why like, would oh. you? I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. But I mean, I've seen Gilmore Girls so many times, front to back, that. I can listen to it without watching it, and I already know what they're talking okay. about. You know what I'm saying? Like major plot okay. points and stuff okay, like okay. that. Okay. So, and characters. Like, I'm not constantly being like, "Who the fuck are they talking about?" Right? Or like, you I know, dig. shit like that. But they're just like, they're ratchet. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a it, through the whole first season, there's like a running joke that like Kevin just makes Holocaust jokes and calls it the Stars Holocast. Ooh, and ouch! It's just, Ooh. It's, it, <laughs> Dude, it gets dark. That's pretty dark. That's <laughs> pretty dark. The, some of the jokes get pretty dark, but it's fun. And they do this like segment where they do a freestyle rap with the names of people who leave them reviews on iTunes and shit like oh, that. Oh, interesting! Like, That's a good idea. I'm like this is, I was like, this is good. I mean, I wish I could. I I can't freestyle rap. <laughs> nah. That's a good segment though. And, it is a good segment. Honestly, all their segments are really good. Like they have a fashion segment where they just like start it with. Fashion, <laughs> dude, it's great. On and they have like a pop culture segment where they do like a supercut of all the pop culture references in every episode called "Pop Pop Goes the Culture." It's I like that. It's good, man. Nice. They're good. Very nice. They're creative. I mean, you can tell that they're like writers or improv comedians. You right, know what right, I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, it works. You said yeah. they're creative. Would you also describe them as busy but creative, my dude? Uh, yeah, I would. Yeah, they would they are busy but creative, my dude. Yeah, so they're they busy, busy but creative, my dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah for okay, sure. Okay, interesting. Yeah. That's weird. Okay, cool. I wish I could get them to say that on their podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're we're just we're scrambling over here. We're trying to make a we living are. out of this fucking. This medium has died before it even was. This is stillborn. That's dark. I shouldn't have said that. Well, they got on it, like, they started Gilmore Guys in 2014, which was, like, right as Serial was still on, you know what I'm saying? Like, when podcasts were, like, huge and everyone was listening to podcasts. Like, if we had got on this, like, four years ago... What the fuck are we doing, Doug? Do you realize how many hours a week I spend on podcasts? Dude, in 2014, I was busy drinking beer, getting laid... And doing that shit, and now I do neither of those things. You drink beer, though. You don't get laid. I drink beer. I don't get laid, but yeah. I don't get laid, but Doug, yeah. I do you get beer. laid. I haven't, if I'm being honest with everyone listening. Okay. Do it. Say it. I haven't had sex since April. Oof. And it is currently July. July. Okay. okay. How often do you jerk off? I try and do it once a day. Yeah, that's good. That's healthy. I think that's very healthy. Yeah, that's healthy. I'm yeah. not, like, sitting around nonstop for, like, eight hours a day just busting nuts until my dick is right. whistling. How often like, have you jerked off and then tasted your own jizz, just out of curiosity? Never. <laughs> is that something I should be doing? <laughs> I just wanted to put that? you on the spot. Uh, never, no. <laughs> yeah. Mine smells like paper mache. I've always thought that, but, uh... 
Anyway. Uh, honestly, if, if your uh, semen smells like uh, paper mache, maybe you should uh, go and see the doctors on Scrubs. <laughs> oh, Scrubs. That's Scrubs, a good show. which is what we're here to talk about. Yeah, Scrubs, that, that TV show. So... So give us a rundown. Okay, I'm give just, us the rundown. I'm gonna th- before I do that. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and throw it out. Oh, that if you if you're listening to this and you've never seen Scrubs before, first off, why are you listening to this podcast? Yeah. Second, get out from that rock you're living under, because yeah. this is like one of the biggest shows of like my youth, right. our youth. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, oh, totally. If if you're in your mid twenties, early thirties, and you've never seen this show. There's like no hope for you yeah, at this fuck point. Off. You know what Kill I'm saying? Yourself, like, please, we're begging you. I just don't. I don't get it. It's like House. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, I think this is also funny. This is the second medical show. That we're is doing. interesting. And we referenced Scrubs in the House episode. And for any new listeners, we we genuinely randomly select these shows. And so yes. now I this was a complete accident. Now I believe in God again because we had Mikey on the. <laughs> On the episode about fucking Marvel, about Jessica Jones, we we have two medical drama shows, or not dramas, but two medical shows, uh, in-house we reference Scrubs, and then Scrubs pops up, so now, good news, mommy, I believe in God! What's what's the what's another medical show we need to like round out like Grey's Anatomy? I mean, Anatomy? there's Grey, yeah, Grey's Anatomy, obviously Grey's Anatomy, um... Is that like the only, is that the only one? Like, uh, big one? I guess private the, practice maybe. Yeah, there's a lot of like clinical shows that aren't necessarily exclusively medical. You know, there's like um you know, CSI that incorporates oh, ER. ER. Oh, ER. oh fuck. With Clooney. Clooney. I know, like his break breakout role. Yeah. Breakout role. Yes. So, we're putting that out there. If we don't l- randomly land on ER next week, then I'm I'm back to being an atheist. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Clooney, I just watched all the well, except the newest one. But I just watched all the Ocean's movies. Oh, nice, dude. They're so good. They, they are hold so. Up they real, really are good. Real well, they really are. Real well. Ocean's like, eleven through what? Were they thirteen? Thirteen. Yeah. They're, well, they they did twelve and thirteen, and then they just put out eight, which is the all chick one, right? Which, I, which probably sounds like a, a reductive thing to say. It is an all female cast. Let's yeah. put it that don't way. Don't say chick. Don't we don't say that anymore. Yeah, that, that's that's reductive. Yeah, that's I the, that's the c that's the new listening. c word. Cunt what, is acceptable. Cunt? I, chick. Oh, I like I like that word. I love cunts. Do you like cunts? I like cunts. Yeah. I mean, oh, let's I, give a little, let's go a little celebrity shout out. Hey Mel. Do you like cunts? Do you like the word cunt? Seriously? Speak up. No. C- come here. No way. No. Do you like the word cunt? Is it okay if I say the word cunt? Yeah, I say it all the time. Okay. She said yes. <laughs> Could you hear that? Doesn't want to be on air. No. I heard it. She just doesn't want to be on air. No, that's, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Not, it's not everyone's shtick. No one wants to like... I shouldn't have done that. Uh, probably not. I'm no. not gonna get. Now I'm not gonna get a hand job after this. So that was my fault. Oh my <laughs> Why would you want a hand job? Why would you want a hand job? Oh my god, <laughs> she's so Any, upset. <laughs> Every time I'm hanging out with a girl and I don't get a hand job, I consider it a success. What? I'm like, dude, hand jobs are boring. Ugh. Dude, that's some fucking seventh grade bullshit. Seventh grade, yeah, baby. Take me back to the seventh grade. 
That's where I love to get my laid. I like. Just takes me back to sitting in the back row of a movie theater. Oh, yeah. Dude, movie theater hand jobs are where it's at, though. Yeah. yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> How many. Well, okay, okay. What percent of the time did you go to the movies just to hook up? Like, hook either up get. With a girl. Yeah, either make out oh. or get a hand job. Just, just for that pretense. I mean, anytime I went with a girl. If I was going with my friends, obviously I'm not looking to get a hand job from my well, friends. Awful close minded, Dougie boy. But anytime anytime I would go with a girl, a girlfriend, every I'd be time. Like, every yeah, time. Yeah, we're we're not there's like there's so many times where I got picked up from a movie by my parents and they're like, Oh, how was it? And I'm like, Oh, it was it was uh, it was okay, I guess. Like they're like, Oh, what was it about? I'm like, I don't know. What's that stain on your pants, Doug? Come, mom and dad. <laughs> mom Please and dad. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah. They subscribe to our Patreon. Sorry, mom and dad, for all those times you had to wash my dirty drawers. Yeah. Oof. I didn't even realize. Like, I would put so many cum stained boxers into the wash and just think my oh, mom wouldn't know. Like, I was all so time, stupid. Dude. All the time. Yeah. I have a friend that I'll, I'll leave nameless, but I remember it was like. While he was in college, like, during the summers, he would... He, he moved his room into the basement. Yeah. And he, like... That was, like, the summer where he, like, started to have sex. Oh, uh, okay. And he would just take these used condoms and th- throw them under his bed <laughs> for whatever what fucking reason. Fuck? And then one day, his mom oh, came no. home and started, like, cleaning his room and looked under his bed and like I'm assuming she was like what's this smell and then like looked under his bed and called him and was like oh shit you need to bleep that out god (laughs) damn it you're making work oh it's fine Uh, she was like you need to get you need to get home right now and uh, clean up all these condoms underneath your bed because this is fucking gross that is disgusting yeah horrible what are you doing Uh, you need to to bleep that one out too (laughs) You're just making more work for yourself. We didn't say his last name. I would. I would prefer. I will. I will. I love you. I will. For you. Yeah. For you. I would would prefer. I love. You just did it again, you idiot! Fuck! (laughs) You fucking idiot! (laughs) What if I blew out the first two, but not the time that you say that you love him? Oh, that. Well, that's just (laughs) manipulative. You genuinely didn't realize... This is off to a rough start. (laughs) Start? We're fucking halfway through, baby. What are you talking about? Oh, Jesus Christ. God damn it. All right. Let's... All right. Give us a plot summation. Give us the plot. That's your job. uh, So, well, I think... I've been doing my job of derailing everything very well. And you... Yeah, very well. I'll just do a little rundown of who we meet, because there's not, like, a super plot. Like, I can kind of wrap up the plot in, like, one sentence. Like, we meet the main character, JD. It's Mm -hmm. his... uh, The the first episode takes place over his first three days at the teaching hospital, Sacred Heart. Yes. And that... that, I would say, like, that, like, one sentence, like, summarizes the whole first episode. But the, the plot does a really good job of, like, setting everything up. Like, this... This this pilot yeah. is a is um it's like what you want every pilot to be. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It it's structured, it makes sense, it's funny, and it effectively introduces every character that you need to know yeah. throughout the and entire their, series. Their like interaction, their dynamics. Like there's, there's a will they won't they with him and Elliot. There's a will they will they 
with Turk and with Car and Carla. Carla, yeah, yeah, yeah. Carla, yeah. Okay, so you have you have J John Dorian, aka JD, yep. who's your main character, played by Zach Braff. Um, you have his best friend Chris Turk. You have Elliot Reed, who is a who's um, a female doctor that JD and Turk meet on their first day. You have Carla, who's a nurse in, at Sacred Heart. You have Doctor Cox, who is um, JD's attend or JD and Elliot attending. Yes. Um, you have. Kelso, uh, Doctor Ke- Doctor Kelso, yep. who is uh, chief of medicine yep. in the hospital. You have the janitor, and mm-hmm. you you also meet Ted in the first episode, and he stays in it through the whole thing. You meet Laverne; she's in it for the whole time. Yep. Um, am I missing any other like big characters? Those are, those, you know, those are like... the main characters. I'm, I'm impressed you pulled out the janitor too. Well, the janitor storyline is interesting because I've read theories that he actually wasn't supposed to. be be on the show what like as a recurring character or what yeah so what i've read is that he was supposed to be like a figment of jd's imagination interesting that brings up a whole thing about the the abstract nature of this show the fact that there's so many like cutaways to non to, to a fictitious reality to his imagination yeah, well, the whole show is narrated by J- J- or JD's inner monologue, which is which is like really creative for the time. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure other shows have recreated that since, but like in 2002, I feel like that was like kind of almost revolutionary in the way that they presented it. You know what I'm saying? Totally. It wasn't like you had a third party narrator where it's just like a like a float like like an invisible floating head talking over the show, kind of like. Um, how I Met Your Mother, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's that's still the main character, but it, but it's him in, in like retrospect looking back on it. But for JD, it's it's him in real time. Yeah, and, and JD full time. And I feel like there were only a couple times throughout the series where other people's inner monologue kind of take over the that's, narration. Oh of the yeah, episode. I forgot. It. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So like for a majority of eight seasons or seven seasons, because the se- the last two are like total garbage and have an all new characters and everything. Um, up until like those first seven seasons is like. 98% JD narrating that show for Zach Braff. Okay, yeah. Gummy bears. I don't like gummy candies. You don't like, don't gummy, like bears? gummy candies? No. No, but you're right, though. They they do change format later in the in this series. Um, it's just like random episodes, though. You know what I'm saying? It's not every episode. Yeah. And it's not like it's like one episode a season. Like, I would probably say you get like three episodes out of those like seven seasons where like other people are narrating. Obviously, I'm just guessing, but... But no, that, that's a good summation. They obviously had a change in writing staff or a, mm-hmm. a new producer who, who convinced them to try something new. Are you talking about for seasons eight and nine? For the, yeah, the latter seasons, yeah. It's because they moved stations. Oh, really? They started at ABC, so we're... Yeah, I don't know where it went after that, um, but they, they changed stations and pretty much changed staff. Okay. Well, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. It's kind of like it's kind of like Gilmore Girls where like season 7 of Gilmore Girls like Amy Sherman Palladino and her husband didn't so for the first like 6 seasons her and her husband wrote every episode um of Gilmore Girls. Okay. But then like after season 6 ended, they were like renegotiating their contracts and then couldn't come to a to a conclusion. So basically 
uh, I think it was WB, ended up just hiring a whole new team to pump out Season 7, which is why most people are like... I, I personally don't mind Season 7. I don't think it's the best in the world. But most people are like, season, season 7 of Gilmore Girls is trash because the original people who created it had nothing to do with it. You know what I'm saying? They brought in a whole new team of writers that had to play off of those six seasons. We know you TV execs are listening. We know you're out there. Yeah. We know you love Blind Pilots. So listen up, yeah. motherfuckers. Get the same staff back on or fucking stop the show altogether. That was really why I liked how NBC dealt with Brooklyn Nine-Nine because Fox canceled Brooklyn Nine-Nine yeah. and NBC was like, LOL, go fuck yourselves and hired everyone. The same like, they didn't just staff. Bring back, they didn't just buy the show. They brought everyone back. But the only downside is, is I think season six is going to be the last one because it's only going to be 13 episodes mm. instead of 22, okay. which is kind of a bummer. And I feel like that 13 episode thing is what NBC does to kill oh, yeah. a show. That's you true. know what I mean? Because they did the same thing with um, with Parks. Parks, yeah. And they did it with a couple other ones. You know, oh, um, uh, 30 Rock. 30, 30 yeah, Rock. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They did that with 30 Rock, too. 30 Rock got 12 episodes. Uh, For the last season. Parks got 12, 13 episodes. Yeah, yeah the last season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I think I think they're, I think NBC like brought it back so they could finish it. They're not doing a cash grab. They're not like trying to milk it. I do respect that. They're going to wrap it up. They're not going to push it too far. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, Fox didn't do a horrible job, like wrapping it up but they leave it on a cliffhanger and it's like why would you leave something on a cliffhanger and then cancel it you know what i mean truth that's yeah that's real yeah it was rough like i mean it's but it's a great show but but like past that one little cliffhanger like they wrapped it up nicely like i mean spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen brooklyn 99 but jake and amy get married in the last episode Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and then uh uh captain holt's like waiting to find out if he made um police chief and yes yeah and then, like the end of it like he opens up the letter and he he just kind of like looks at him like deadpan and he's just like well i'm sure by by the look on my face you can tell what it says he's so deadpan like, he's always so deadpan yeah and it's great i love he, that he's guy. a great actor andre brower or whatever his name is he's great but let's get back to to scrubs and talk about that oh is that what we're here what we're here to talk about um so it, I think the like the main plot point besides besides JD like going through their first three days in the hospital, yep. the the main plot point is like him getting over his fear of like doing things. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. when he gets into the hospital, he's really scared to like stick an IV in somebody. Yeah, he gets nurses to do it for him. Yeah, he gets nurses to do everything for him, and then by the end of the episode, like he's in that like make or break moment with Doctor Cox, yep. and Doctor Cox brain. is like, yeah, he's like, um, he's like, uh, cut him or get out. And then JD looks at him and he's like, okay. And then he, and he slices, and then he does everything that he obviously learned in medical medical school, and that's like that barrier that he needs to leap over totally. to kickstart the rest of the season. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. And that's like the, that would feel like that's the main plot point, but then you have all these like little side plot lines going right. on with JD and the, and the janitor and JD and Dr. Cox. And, and then you have uh, JD and Elliot, Elliot and then yep. you have uh, Turk and Carlo. Yep. And, and they fuck in the first episode. Yeah. Pretty bold. But then at, and then, but they set it up to where Elliot and Carla are like enemies because Elliot calls her out. 
in this episode. She's just like, well, you know, at least I don't fucking sleep with doctors in the on-call room or whatever. Yes. And then Carla, like, lays she it She steps out up. She's just, yeah, she's like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, she steps the fuck in, up. In more words than that, yeah. And then it's really interesting because they become best friends throughout the series. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they're yeah. like buddy, but, like, the four of them are basically, like... Uh, Ted and Robin and uh, fucking Lily and Marshall from Ooh, Tommy. Ooh, you know that's what I'm good. Saying? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then like, and then like, Doctor Cox is their Barney. If you want to like put that out there, how I met your doctor. Yeah, <laughs> and you have uh, like Elliot is like that smart. Like she's like too smart for her own good, that's but true. she's just as scared as JD. You know what I'm saying? Like they have a lot in common. Yeah, yeah, but also they don't. Yeah, and it's really weird. Like from what you know about the show, um, and if you like watching this one, like, do you think that spoiler? Do you think they would have actually gotten together if like you hadn't seen the rest of the show? You know what I'm saying? Like based on this one episode. I mean, as as a basic sitcom trope, yes. You know, it's it's the classic like, will they? Won't they? Yeah, they will eventually. You know, like Are you look team at Elliot. My team Elliot. Because um, he dates a lot of different chicks. He does. Um, I personally like that really weird doctor that that's friends with Elliot. Uh, she's like a redhead. Oh, I can't yeah. remember her name. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought her and JD worked out really well. Yeah, Ugh. I don't know if I am Team Elliot because she's so. I respect how independent she is. I like that a lot, but that means that she doesn't need JD, which is dope. At the same time. So, yeah, I guess I am Team Elliot. But not Team Elliot for, like, their hookup, like, for their relationship, but just for her as, like, as a person, I guess. Well, I was really referring to it in terms of relationships, because you have, like, Twilight, where they're, like, Team fucking Edward or Team Team What's-His-Dick, the the werewolf kid. Edward or... Jacob. 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 Yeah. Which one are you? Edward or Jacob? I I have no opinion. I like Jacob. What do you think? What? Edward or Jacob? I'm trying to get this woman involved. Edward or Jacob? She doesn't know what she's talking about. Never mind. I'll cut this out. Yeah, just 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 leave her alone. She's back there taking selfies or something. I saw it. How do I ever have any <laughs> sexual experiences with people? It's so weird. I don't know. It's so yeah, weird. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Uh, anyway, honestly, you told you told me about her, and if you had gotten on today and there was just a blow up doll there, I'd been like, mm, "This makes sense." It's a figment of his imagination. He doesn't. <laughs> this adds up. He doesn't understand reality. No, not at all. I think, hey Doug, I think you believe in aliens. You genuinely do. Uh, I think I'm an yeah. alien. I think I'm an alien. She just made. She's putting her face in her hand. She's not. She's not amused. I think I'm an alien. <laughs> Doug, you believe in aliens. I do. I, yeah, but... So tell me how come I'm not it. an alien. Uh, alright, so back to Scrubs. So Scrubs, JD, Dr. Cox, Kelso, Dorian... Oh, that's JD. Uh... Oh, you also have the relationship between Dr. Cox and Dr. Kelso, because, like, Kelso is, you know... 
the chief of medicine or whatever. He's in charge of the hospital. And then yeah. you have Dr. Cox, who's like a really good doctor, but I love he him. doesn't particularly play by the rules. You know what I'm saying? He like Kelso is more interested in like the money aspect of the hospital and like keeping everything in line. And then Kelso like, or sorry, Kelso is he he's more money minded, and then you have Doctor Cox, who's like patient minded. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And JD, it, he's kind of like vying for both of their attention, and then yeah. he finally figures out at the very end that he wants to be nothing like Doctor or Doctor Kelso. You know what I'm saying? So yep, it's just yeah, like yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cox is my Caucasian. You seem like you're very in a very interesting mood today. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Are you showing off? Yeah. Is that, is that what this that is about? That is what it is. Okay, yeah. That, that adds up, actually. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, last week went so well. Well, no, last week didn't, last week didn't go really well. I take that back. But the, the one before that, the Will and Grace one went so well. My, my new SSRIs had just started kicking in. I was like very balanced mentally. I'd gone to my I therapist. Loved that. You loved I it. I loved that. You loved I it. I loved it. Be on those more. I hated that you loved it. I hated that <laughs> that you loved me being mentally stable and balanced. Yeah, I did. I prefer chaos. I was like, wow, we're like having a rational discussion and it's not all fucking all over the place. This is great. But how much how but honestly though, like from a listener's perspective, would you really rather hear two logical people talking or one chaotic madman and a logical man? Uh, two logical people. Would you really? Yeah, because that's how Gilmore Guys is. Okay, alright. Well, too bad and for you. that's all I listen to. Too bad for you. <laughs> you lost. <laughs> I'm back, baby! Oh, fuck. This might be the episode where I quit, guys. This is probably it. I thought it, I thought it would be fat actress, but this this might be the one where I quit, guys. So if you guys don't hear an episode after this, blame Caleb. It's my fault. Blame Caleb, I did guys. This to myself and to he you. He ruined the format I came up with. What? Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> I'm kidding. I made up the segments. I'm I made up every segment we do except for the Ooh. review segment. And I would say I would say I came up with the premise of the show. That's true. That's which true. Makes it my format. <laughs> but it's your premise, but not your format. I made up the format. I wrote. I, I wrote the intro. The Welcome show. to Blind Pilots. The episode you're about to hear contains spoilers for blank. Blah, blah 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 blah. I made. Okay, so that's a format. That's not a premise. That's a format. You made up the the premise. I made up the format. You're so upset. You're so upset this right ep- now. This episode sucks. Uh, is this bad? Yeah. This Should we just start sucks. over? All right, I'm I'm gonna hit delete. Let's just start over. No point at this point. Jesus fuck. It's obvious. It's obvious where we're gonna lean with the with our ratings. It's obvious how we feel about the show. I'm trying to fill time, Doug. I do have a motive. But the point of the podcast is to talk about the show. Is it really? Fuck. Is it really though? Okay. So, yeah, J.D. and Elliot. Oh, will they, won't they? Cool, cool, cool. Oh, yeah, and then fucking Turk and... What's her name? Car- I don't even feel the need to answer. Carla. I've said it like Turk and Carla, they now. fuck in the closet, and then they end up like being in love forever and ever. Oh, cool. Dr. Cox, he's a badass. He's against the system. He's a, he's a, he's a badass man. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. We get it. Kelso's an asshole. We're going to kill him in, in our Mary Fuck Kill segment. Great. Cool. Yeah, we got it. Now, how do we fill up the next 20 minutes? We're at 40. 
We don't. We cut it short. Is this a short episode? Can be. They don't need to go for an hour and 45 minutes. Fuck. I'm sorry. I'm a dick. Hey, Mel, control your man. He wants you to control me. What? Slap me in the face. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God! Wow! Damn. Did you see that? That was... I did. That, that was rough. That was a hard slap. I'm so... My dick is so hard right now. I'm about to put that in the, in the description of the show. Just get to, Just tune into 42 minutes and, like, 23 seconds where Caleb gets slapped in the face. I got... That was a hard slap. That made this episode so much better. Maybe I won't quit now. I deserve that. Now she's yeah. rubbing my back like she cares about me. She didn't care. Yeah. You need to be slapped in the face more often more and take often. your SSRIs more often. That's real. That's real. <laughs> That's real. All right, Doug, get us back on track. Tell me, tell me what's up. For the sake of this show, I don't even know where we're at anymore. You have, like, take... Uh, this book... <laughs> Scrubs, I don't want no scrubs. Scrub is a guy can't get no love from me. Hanging the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. All right, trying to holler at JD. You, you, you clearly do not want to talk about this show. Which no, let's talk about it. That's totally no, no. We. We have clearly wrapped it up to the point that you want, which is totally fine. You have nothing Duh. else to say about this You're show. You're going to put it on me right now? You're right. You're, that's, yes, fair. that's fair. Of course that's fair. I am. That's fair. Of course. Why did you choose to do a pod? Why did you choose me as a co-host? That's on you. That's your fault. You knew what I'm like. That's your fault. Why did you choose to do a podcast with me? I'm going to write this down. As being put out, but I'm gonna put an asterisk by it because I'm. There is a solid possibility I'm gonna say let's not put this one out. <laughs> really? I might, I might be. I might veto this episode. <laughs> really? At the end of the day, I'm the producer. It's up to me, so I can do whatever I fucking want. Don't put my name on it. <laughs> okay. I'll just bleep your name out every time I say it. Along um, with what was his name? Victor. No, I'm not saying it again. Get us back on track. That's your job. Get us back on track. Uh, I've I've been derailed to the point where I'm ready to walk away. Let's do some segments. Fuck. Was it that? Am I that? Am I being that bad? Yeah, a little bit. Doug. I love you. I love you. Am I being that bad? I love you. I love you. Oh. I love you. Uh, How am I an adult man? This doesn't. This is why we. This is why we need a guest. You don't act like this when we have guests. You're right. That's very true. <laughs> you I don't act like this when I have uh, a lover in my bed. Like, you don't act. Yeah, you act normal when it's just you sitting in a room by yourself. I'm showing off. I can tell. Everyone can tell. Yeah. <laughs> everyone. Everyone listening's like, wow. Yeah, they're like, wow. Caleb is um, he's uh, he's on he's on one today, man. He's on some. Doug, I'm sorry. Uh, Doug, let's do some. Look fu- at me. Let's do some fucking. I, I can I'm see sorry. your face. I love you. I I accept your apology. Let's do some fucking segments. Right. I, I'm at the point where I'm... Re- <laughs> we're at 45 minutes, and I feel like we talked about the show for 10 of those. But like you said... Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. But like you said, it's like, besides the dynamics of the characters interacting with each other, what plot can we even talk about? I mean, if if anything, we can talk about it in relation to the rest of the show. I mean, we've both seen the whole show, and I, I feel like most people watching this... 
have watched the show. Yeah, you're right. You're like, right. Like I said, there's a hard. There's a hard. You have a hard time not seeing this show, whether yeah. whether you're by yourself and you're just skimming through Netflix or Hulu, or you're like at somebody's house, or you're like at like at like a hangout type thing. You know what I'm saying? Like. You have been around scrubs. Yeah, it's a good group show. Like, if you're at a party or something, you can put it on. Yeah, it's hard to not see it. You know what I'm saying? It's part of the fucking zeitgeist. For sure. I agree. I'm, Doug, I'm sorry. Segments, Doug, I'm sorry. Doug, I'm sorry, Doug. If if we do some segments, you'll have to, you can stop saying I'm sorry. Okay, all right. <laughs> like, so, uh, let's, let's kick it off with... Let's do recommendations. Like, who, who, do, who do you recommend it to? It's the easy one. That's our... We should probably get rid of this segment, actually, but but we're still doing it right now. <laughs> People who have seen Garden State and have never seen Scrubs and like Zach Braff. Yep. Um, people who like the movie Clueless and have never seen Scrubs. Because mm. it has Chris, Chris Turk is in... Don, Donald Faison is in is in that. and yep. um, Or Faison. I don't know how you pronounce his last name. Call him uh, Donnie. People who like comedy, people who like, you know, medical shows that, cause, cause I have, this is something we can talk about. I have read several times that Scrubs is the most accurately portrayed medical show. That's like what a hospital is actually like. That's interesting. I have read that several places. Do you know who the showrunner is? I'm curious if it's somebody who worked in the medical field at some point. I have no clue, honestly. I don't know who the showrunner is. I but I like I said I have read that and I have heard from people who work in the medical field and are like Scrubs is the most accurate. Wow, interesting. In terms of like how relationships work in the hospital and like you know because like you have downtime and like people are like you know cracking jokes. It's not all right constant drama with love and constant drama where you're just like. Oh my god, it's fucking uh what's that disease the house is always looking for? Lupus. Lupus yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like like not everything is lupus, like <laughs> not everything a hey, hot takes from Doug. Not everything is lupus. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a lot of like crashing and like having to deal with calling deaths and dealing mm. with that that mentality because I mean the fur the deeper you get into the show, like like Doc, there's that episode where Dr. Cox loses a patient. He, like, dives into a pit of depression for, yeah. like, five episodes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't leave his house. He's just drinking because he, he lost a patient. Yes. It's just, like... And that is a real aspect of, like, working in the hospital that's field. True. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that shit weighs on you. Yes. And that's a good point, too. I think Cox becomes a more and more complex character as it goes along. Yeah, like, he does, he's really yeah. interesting to start with, but then he, he really develops. Like, it's not just him, you know, being the same recurring, predictable character every time. He really, yeah. he really gets deepened and, and, and they explore his psyche, I think. Especially like once you once the show introduces his ex wife and oh, then she God. and they get like back together and then they have a kid together oh. and all that kind of oh, stuff yeah. like that really like helps develop his character honestly and I mean and, and like it's so non one dimensional which I love House but like House is like House is crazy one dimensional mm, yeah you know, 
it, it is what it is. Yeah. It centers around the it's same predictable. five characters. It's predictable. You know what's going to happen. Like, every episode, they're going to come up with some diagnosis. It's going to be wrong. They're going to come up with another diagnosis. It's also going to be formula. wrong. And then, ten minutes before the show ends, they figure it out, and then the person always lives. You know what I'm saying? You're totally right. But in Scrubs, like, you actually see them lose... JD lost the patient in, in this, this episode. episode. Yeah. It, you know what I'm saying? And you could see it weigh on him because yeah. Laverne made him call the time of death. And she's just like, you need to do this. Like, you're the you're the on-call doctor. Like, this is your responsibility. Like, yeah. do this so I can go home. It's kind of a coming-of-age story to where, yeah, you know, exactly. he's been through medical school. He's, he th- he's so, like, haughty and, like, he, he he's not haughty with the body, but H-A-U. U-G-H-T-Y. He's so full of himself. He thinks he's got it all down. He goes in there, and real life is way more intense than he thought it would be. Like, it's not just books. It's not just, like, it's not some, like, textbook schooling shit. It's like, this is real people with real lives, and they die sometimes. And it's like a coming-of-age thing to where he has to own his shit. He can't just default or defer to the nurses every time. He has to handle his shit. It's it's deep and it's funny. They cover that life of being on call. You know what I'm saying? Like JD is like like sitting there in the in like the lounge room. You know what I'm saying? And he literally is like watching his clock. And then as soon as eight o'clock hits, when his on call shift starts, his pager goes off. Yep. And then yep. And yep, he's yep. like constantly running around. And you ha- you see that shot of him like standing in the waiting room, and he's like rubbing his temples, mm. like trying to stay awake. Yeah. And it's like. This is what this is like. Yeah. Like as soon as you as soon as you lay down to try and get some shut eye on yes. this on call shift, someone immediately walks in exactly. and is like, All right, doctor, we need yeah. you, we need your help. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like we need you. And doesn't that and, like, doesn't that, that kind of become a theme life. throughout the show? Is is the yeah, whole kinda. being on call thing and, and, and him yeah. never knowing like it's his life. It's not his job, it's his it's his life. It's like he never knows and when that, he's and that is a real aspect of the medical field is mm. like that is your life. Like you're working twelve hour shifts, you know what I'm saying? And the 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 other part of it is is you're working twelve hour shifts with honestly not a lot of like recognition. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, patients patients just oh, expect you to do your job but like don't understand that you're having to like put yourself through this this mental and physical, like you know, fucking marathon that you're having to run. Oh, basically. that's a great point, dude. Yeah, and and you and you don't get any sort of like um, appreciation. You know what I'm saying? And and they yeah. do bring that in, like where there are like certain patients that JD and Elliot and Turk like encounter, where they do get that like. Uh, yeah, like recognition that that the affirmation. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like, thank yes. you for doing your job. You yes. know what I'm saying? And. But it, it's a thankless job. You know totally. what I'm saying? Like, totally. how many times have you ever gone to the hospital and when you're leaving, you're like, "Thank you." Right. Probably, probably never. Dude, that's you know a great point, like, man. That's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is the conversation we should have been having 20 minutes I ago. I know. I'm, I wasn't going to bring it up, but I'm so glad that you brought it back. This episode, I, I feel like that. Like I said, I think this is a perfect pilot. Like, I don't think that there's anything wrong with this. Like, there's. Yeah. It's not one-dimensional. Well, then say it. Say your blindfold. You, you already brought it up. Say your blindfold rating. Zero. Zero, Zero two. Blindfolds. Zero two. Everyone, everyone needs to watch this yes. show. I think it's fucking excellent. It's funny. It 
accurately portrays friendship and love interests and mentorships. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and the being inside of somebody's head. You see what his head is like. You see how his thought process yeah. works. You see his his, his fantasies. Yeah. You see his imagination. And oh, and by the way, listener, zero blindfolds is a good thing because we have a reverse. Yeah, zero blindfolds scale. is great. You need to watch this shit. Yes. But like it, like I said, it accurately portrays friendships because friendships have their ups and downs. JD and Turk are college roommates, and they've lived together yeah. pretty much through college. They love and each other. School. They love each other. But when 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 the when the show starts, JD's talking about he's asking Turk if he wants to move in with him, mm-hmm. and Turk's all like, you know, maybe I'm gonna room with one of the, the surgeons you know what i'm saying because right. they work in different fields yep. in the hospital but by the end of it you know jd's just like well turk you know i mean the door's always open and he's like i already got you buddy i already got the keys you know what i'm saying mm, and then yeah, you yeah. have like this like aspect of like mentorships like mentorship mentorships like aren't always positive like jd and cox's relationship is up sometimes and it's down sometimes For because sure. cox doesn't approve of what he's doing yes it's very complex you know what i'm saying so th- this show has this show is a fucking onion but you have to actually get past like the fucking surface level humor that fox or abc pumps out yeah you know what i'm saying yeah <clears throat> yeah i could understand if you don't like that stylized humor I could see you being turned off by the show. But if like you said, it's an onion to where if you peel back some layers, if you don't like the yeah. – it's kind of hokey. The humor is hokey. You know, it's it's yeah. kind of goofy. If you don't like goofy humor, I understand you being turned off by it. But like the complexity of the, the interactions and the relationships between all the characters and even the characters themselves and like they're, they're just so well written. Like they're ob- they yeah. have to be based on real people because it's so intricate and well written. Yeah, I mean it's it's great, and I mean you usually, and I feel like with Scrubs, like you kind of come out of it like I would say most people would say that JD is not their favorite character. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I mean, I I personally came out of it out of the whole series where I'm like the janitor is my favorite character. Yeah. In the end, yes, dude, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot he was even in the pilot. When I saw him in the pilot, I love him. and they they yeah. had that conversation about like the penny or whatever, like the penny that just and wraps it's him great. up. It's so it's good. excellent. It's so good. And he's just like, if wh- what does he say? Like, if I find, if I a, find penny a penny here, like you're done or something yeah, like yeah. that. He's like, I'm coming after and then you. At the very yeah, coming after you. And then at the very end, like JD walks past him and he's like holding that penny. Yeah, and it's just like. Did he really find a penny, or does he just have it out for JD? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, the entire series, like, rotate... Like, it doesn't rotate around them, but, like, that is a whole thing across seven seasons. Yeah. Where he's just fucking with JD the whole time. Like, every episode. I don't think there's an episode where he doesn't fuck with him. Yeah, it's so easy to do. He's so innocent. Like, yeah. he's, he's, like, so easy to fuck with. Yeah, and, it, I mean, yeah, it's just... And it really portrays, like, the differences between, like, surgeons and, like, the doctors. Like, you have, like, your doctors who are, like, the nerds, and then your surgeons are, like, the jocks. Oh, we also forgot, you you meet Todd in the first episode as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, the the surgeon. And Todd ends up becoming, like, a main, like, side character, you know what I'm saying? Like, Todd is in most episodes, I'd say. And JD is, like, threatened by him. Yeah, at first, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then he realizes that Todd is just a... I, I think everyone realizes Todd's just a tool, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's like, a tool. He's a, Yeah, but he's, he's like, funny. He's likable. Yes, agreed. All right, Mary fuck, kill. Uh, Mary Carla. Fuck Elliot. Kill Kelso. 
Mm. Mm. I have one overlap, which I think I already brought up. I would also kill Kelso. But I would marry Cox and JD. I would have a polyamorous relationship with those two because their dynamic is amazing. They're... I'm not even gonna... Yeah, I'm gonna marry them too. And I'm gonna fuck Turk because look at his body, baby. She said, oh my god. She's so embarrassed. I would be too if I was her. I'm embarrassed. You're embarrassed. Yeah, I make everybody feel awkward. I'm sorry. We already did blindfolds. We did Mary Fuck Kill. Now let's, let's do your new... Wait, new, you didn't give your blindfold rating? Oh, I said zero. I agreed with you. Zero. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, word, yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's do your new segment. Let's do the review. The Oh, yeah. So since we're both like, we love this show, we're going to read some... I'm going to read all four one-star reviews because that's all I could find. And name these motherfuckers who gave it one star. We've got four one-star reviews that okay. are I'm bringing to you from Amazon. Amazon. Motherfuckers. Uh, the first one is from user Chris. Chris? Chris! Fuck you, Chris! Uh, this is from July 28th of 2017. The title is... Um, okay, no, I'll just, I'll just read the actual review. All right, all right. Um, one of the discs had a bubble and could not play a good portion of the disc. The fuck? One star. What the fuck, Chris? One star. That's no, that's a review of DVD technology, not of the show. I mean, he he reviewed season scrubs one season one one star because of that. Fuck you, Chris. You don't understand life. Get out of here. Uh, Meerkat twenty four said it was stupid. Yuck. Good point. That was from July seventeenth of twenty fifteen. Uh, this one is from user Karen Tauschit. Uh, and uh, this is from January 9th of 2017. Had to watch it for an English lit class. Did not like the show. Karen Towshit. More like Karen Tau Clit. Right. I thought you were going to more lean into the shit part. But well, that yeah, was the joke was that I didn't lean into it. Uh, and then the last one is just from uh, the, the user. It just says a kid's review. Oh, boy. And this is from July 31st of 2008. And it said... I'm sick of everyone telling me they like Scrubs. I watched about six episodes and didn't even smile. This is the same trendy inside joke comedy that now rules the airwaves. Unclever, conformist jokes, and mindless viewers do not equal a good show. Bottom line, cliche beyond belief. Unclever? This is the wittiest show. Like, this is the precedent for, like, fucking 30 Rock. Like, this is like... And I will... That that review, eight people found this helpful. It also has 12 comments on it. Like, disagreeing? <laughs> yeah, there's there's one comment on it that just says, quote, Am I the only one who hates this show? And then they just wrote, yes. <laughs> More oh, like, man. Karen Cow shit. Yeah. Anyway. This, I mean, this show is just not bad. Like, I just don't, I don't get anyone not liking this show. This no. show's great. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. It's so well-crafted. Yeah, it's, it's really good. It's witty, it's fast, it has character development, all the characters are deep and very well thought out. They're obviously, I honestly, I know I said this before, but I feel like they have to be based on real people because they're so believable and so, like, well developed. Like, this is just, it's a great yeah. show. It's a great show on every level. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, a, it's fantastic. I, I, the only, the only issue I have with it is those, like, like, follow-up seasons of season eight and nine where right. it's like, yeah. 
it really leans into like the teaching hospital aspect of it where they're like in class and shit like that and and it has James Franco's little brother like before he got tolerable you know what I'm saying I didn't know that okay. I, can't, I can never think of his name I, I know he, yeah, I know he's James Franco's little brother like he was in Disaster Artist and shit but that was like really before he like came into his footing as an actor you know what I'm saying I feel like it was like one of his like big like first big roles and he was like really annoying and shit okay and I'm just like okay okay so James Franco and his brother are, are in Disaster Artist? Yeah, James Franco. So in Disaster Artist, James Franco plays uh, Tommy, Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, yeah. And then his and then his brother plays the his Tommy Wiseau's like partner. You know and, what I'm saying? Okay, I didn't know that. Very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's I, if you I mean if you haven't seen it, you should watch that. It's yeah. really good. I mean, I love The Room for all the wrong reasons. You know, I've never seen The Room and really? I watched Disaster Artist. Yeah, it was really good. Man. Uh so Tim and Eric did did a uh, a big like reveal like they're like we have a brand new season we're gonna re- we're gonna reveal our first episode of our new season of the show and instead they just played the room for like two hours on Adult Swim it's just, it was just that's so awesome. perfect it was so perfect that's awesome yeah that's fucking right yeah yeah I, I've never seen it I just don't have like any way to watch it without paying thirty dollars for yeah. a DVD yeah I got lucky because I saw it on Adult Swim at the time mm-hmm. yeah it, I mean yeah it's like one of those like DVDs that's like hard to get a hold of yes. you know what I'm saying yeah rightly so and, that, and that's the only way you can watch it it doesn't stream anywhere and no. if you don't see it on DVD you have to like catch one of those like special midnight showings in a theater yep. in like Austin or LA or yeah. something like that some you know like what indie I'm and even then if you like went and saw that like and it was your first time seeing it it wouldn't be fun cause like everyone like from what I understand like everyone who goes to those like midnight screenings is like having fun with it you know what I'm saying yeah where like yeah. they bring a football and like people are like playing toss in the aisle and shit like that yeah you know? it's almost like a Rocky Horror experience yeah it's like Rocky Horror yeah, yeah exactly and like the first time I saw Rocky Horror was on stage and nice. I didn't get it you know what I'm saying I was like this is well no 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 I mean I like got the play, but yeah, yeah. You know what I'm but saying? the, the, but the cultural, yeah, the cultural thing. I yeah. didn't get it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, okay, I feel like it would have made more sense if I had seen the movie first. You know what I'm saying? Yes, right. Instead yeah. of like being distracted by all the like crowd work, the and cult, shit like that. yeah, the, the the cult aspect, cult following, yeah, I was, yeah. So, well, thanks for listening to Blind Pilots. I'm Doug K. Oh, you don't want to do rewatches? Oh fuck, I forgot. God damn it. Nope, you wrapped it up. Fuck it. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> so there's this show. It's called 3%. Um, I know you, I've never brought it up before, but it's definitely worth mentioning. Um, I roll my eyes every time you say that title. What? Every time you, every every time, time what you, you bring it up, every time you bring it up is just delaying me actually watching it. I've never, I, what do you, I never brought it up before. I just watched it recently. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, oh yeah, 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 I forgot, yeah. You forgot, what? That doesn't make sense. Okay, anyway, it's a great show. It's very, uh, you know, it's very psychologically driven, very good character it's development. Very we're Brazilian. Well shot. It's, yeah, how'd you know that? Oh, português brasileiro. Eu, eu falo um pouco do português brasileiro. So that's going to get us some Portuguese listeners, finally, at last. Did you really... Is that actually Portuguese? Did you just make that up? No, that's... Port- yeah, I, I speak a little bit of Brazilian Portuguese. Yeah. Eu falo um pouco. Look at you. Yeah, uh, so I'm showing off my my dick. I can tell. Yeah, yeah flexing that brain muscle of yours. Yeah. Uh, it's a good show. I've never mentioned it before, and you should check it out. Uh, I started rewatching How I Met Your Mother. 
Oh, that's great. That's a good one. That's Holds a good one. Up. Yes. Holds up. I agree. I agree. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It's very good. I mean, I'm like in season three right now. Nice. It's like shockingly well cast for a, for like a multi-cam sitcom. Like there's just so many. It's so well done. Like there's so many film actors in it. And it's just like, it's so good. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because like the main character, Josh Radner, comes from stage. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, interesting. He's a stage actor. I did not know that. He did this. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. He does like he does like musicals and shit. Okay, I can see that. Interesting. I mean, you know, uh, fucking Neil Patrick Harris, uh, yeah. obviously. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, MPH is great. Uh, Jason Segel's Jason- great. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, what's her name? Uh, li- the girl who plays Lily. Um, uh, uh, Allison Hannigan. Yeah, something Irish like that. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, I think it's Allison Hannigan. Because, you know, she's in uh, the American Pie movies. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I stuck a flute in my pussy in band camp. Yeah. Yeah. Her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who hasn't? Uh, yeah. yeah. I do that all the time. <laughs> I did that last night and I wasn't at band camp. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Felt amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Stick stick a flute in my pussy, baby. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. Uh, thanks for listening. This has been Blind Pilots. I'm Caleb Rowe. I'm Doug K. Alright, fuck off everybody. Fuck you. You can find Blind Pilots on Instagram at Blind Pilots Podcast. Also, our artwork is by Cameron Del Rosario. You can find him on Instagram at Cam Del Rosario. And our music is by Dirt Doctrine. Goodbye. A post-Christian production. Collaborating with We Busy But Creative Podcasts.